Will Miami Dolphins running back Devin A-Chain be one of the biggest risers in your Dynasty League by this time next year? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. You can follow her on Twitter at Kate Majuk. Kate, today we're doing a little fun exercise on this Friday. We're going to predict the players that have the biggest rise in ADP by this time next year. We sent each other some lists. I'll go ahead and go first because I, I, I think <laughs> I, I think I know your thoughts here. I'm going with Devin A. Chain, running back for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I'll, you want me to make the case really quickly? Here. Please do. Yeah. It, enlighten me, Marcus. So, first of all, Miami spent a, a pretty good pick on Devin A. Chain, a top 100 pick. He's Sorry, got, what, what was the pick? It was a top 100 pick. Um. All right. Well, the guy I'm going to talk about later was also drafted in the top 100. So, just okay, perfect. That's great. Uh, <laughs> so, in, in Miami right now, let's just talk about this running back situation. It's Raheem Mostart, who is. 31 years old uh he's on the last year of his deal i can't believe he's probably going to be on this miami team next year jeff wilson uh who's going into his age 28 season already banged up this year already on the injured reserve list not going to see him they released miles gaskin there's a chance that devin a chain like this is just his backfield all year long i know they've kind of dipped their toes into the Jonathan Taylor sweepstakes and the Dalvin cook, but this is somebody who I, I really, really like as a player. And if he has like 900 total yards from scrimmage this year, he's going to shoot up from RB 28 to RB 12 without even thinking. Here's the thing. So when the dolphins drafted Devin, a chain, they basically went out and purchased a younger model of Raheem Mostert. Yes. Yes, they, that's I don't literally what they did. No, but like, I I love watching Raheem Mostert play football. I love his speed. I love. Uh, I I think it's a great fit, obviously, for the Miami Dolphins offense, who seems like it, it seems like their entire offensive scheme is to be faster than literally everybody on the opposing defense. Like that. That's yes. the Miami scheme in a nutshell. But Marcus, like, we're talking about a guy who. Uh, has never exceeded 181 rush attempts in a given season. He's on the smaller side. He's literally, I, I think, like almost the same exact build as Devin A. Chain, 5'10", 197. Um, like last year, 2022, was literally the most rush attempts he's ever had in a season. Prior to that, 104 rush attempts in 2020 with the the Niners. Uh, 137 rush attempts, which were very efficient ones. Like it, You're I'll give him case that. For me. You can't trust Raheem Mostert. Yes, yes. Keep going, please. But but they they dra- like literally. I I think the best case scenario for Devin A. Chain is that he turns into Raheem Mostert, and I'm just wondering what in the world is that ceiling? First of all, 
Second of all, I want to know, like, I, I think the the four week difference of Jonathan Taylor being on the pop, like that that only helps their negotiation. I think in in terms of leverage, Jonathan Taylor is going to be a free agent next year. Yes. If the Miami Dolphins were planning to trade for and then sign him to a big contract right now, why wouldn't they be back in the market to sign him to a big contract when he hits free agency next year? Because like, I think, I think what's going to change? Because now they, they can just get him for free. Uh, they don't have to give up any draft they don't capital have to give whatsoever. I think the appeal was this is a – we're in a – win now window with Tua still on a rookie deal with Jalen Waddle still on a rookie deal with Tyreek Hill still in his prime. Like let's do everything we can to go out and win. Now, if you have to wait an, a year on Jonathan Taylor, it's it, you're, I mean, you're getting to the point where he's getting a little bit older. He's got some injury history. And I just don't know if Miami is going to have that cap space available to them because they're going to have to decide what to do with Tua this off season. They've kind of tabled all, the contract negotiations until the off season. So I just think the appeal was let's get Jonathan Taylor in here. Now we can structure the deal where he has a low cap hit this year and it goes up, you know, over the next couple of years. I think for me, Kate, it's just the, the running backs in front of a chain have been proven not to be the most durable. You've already seen that play out with Jeff Wilson. We know that Raheem Mostart's not durable, as you mentioned. And if Devin a chain can stay healthy and continue to get better as a pass protector and as a receiver. I just don't see why in 2024 he wouldn't be a top 20 or even a top 15 running back. You know, even if they bring somebody else in to split work with him, why couldn't he be like what we all envisioned DeAndre Swift being with Detroit? Did that work out? No, but that's a bad example. Uh, let me think of a better one <laughs> well, really quickly. <laughs> so on the on the note of of Tua though, because I think that's probably like the thing you're getting hook, uh, hung up on in terms of like money being available to well, sign Waddle. Jonathan Taylor um, and Waddle. But like it, the team exercised Tua's fifth year option, so technically, like they can keep kicking this can down the road. They don't have to get him an extension. Honestly, I think they'd be wise to to get to his fifth year option before sure. getting him uh, a, a big deal. I don't, I don't think two is going to reset the market, but I don't, I also don't think two was proven enough that like, you know, we had Justin Herbert going into his fifth option season before we, we actually saw an extension. You could sign Jonathan Taylor to a front loaded contract. I'm going to guess Jonathan Taylor would probably want to sign like a two to three year deal based on his experience, based on how this market's trending front load that deal while you still have Tua who's not playing on a like there's ways to get it done and I think if they yes if they intended to get it done now I don't see what would be any different at the end of the season and I just I feel like Devin A chain a little bit of a one-trick pony okay I'm gonna give you some recent trades on Dynasty League football that I absolutely love uh first one Devin A chain for Keenan Allen um if I'm in a win now, Keenan Allen. Yeah, I would just take A-Chain, even if I'm in a win now. Devin A-Chain or Alexander Madison? Madison. I'll take A-Chain. Devin A-Chain and Jaden Reed for Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks. That one's tougher. I, I, I'm good on either side of those. It really just depends on what your running back situation is, but I think that's that's a fair trade. I, I, I just won't be surprised if next year, especially with some of the older running backs that we have right now in Dynasty with, Austin Eckler, who's 28. We've got um, 
Derrick Henry, who's going to be going into his age 30 season. Like there's just going to be a lot of these running backs that wash out and kind of age out. Um, so I would rather, I would rather gamble on somebody like Devin H. I'll, I'll give you another name, Kate, before we move on. I would much rather have on my dynasty team, Devin A. Chain than James Cook. I, I think James Cook is kind of wildly overrated in dynasty right now. I think A. Chain just has a much higher ceiling. Um, I just if you want to disagree, just go ahead and say you don't agree. I just don't. I I'm apparently out on Devin okay, A. Chain. Um, I I think like I when I when I watch Dalvin Cook play or. James Cook play. I feel like his skill set, I, I guess, is a little bit more diverse okay. than that of Devin A. Chain. I feel like Devin A. Chain's like a biggest skill is just is just being fast. Okay. Yeah. And well, that's, that, a, that's a good that's skill being, to have though at the running back position. It's a great skill to have, um, but it's not. I, I think a skill just that's necessary. <laughs> it's not a skill that I think is going to bring you to fantasy relevance just based on the, the fact that you are fast. I think if this team does not, uh, you know, sign Jonathan Taylor to a big, big contract um, or, you know, maybe, jo- you know, Josh Jacobs who will, will hit the market in 2024, like one of these big name guys, if they don't get a contract done with one of them, I think they draft a, a running back in the second round. Um, like I, I don't, I just don't think that Devin A. Chain is the type of running back that can be a true lead back. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about some of the players that you believe are going to be the biggest ADP risers this year. Next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Absolutely love FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. I've already used that promotion. It's absolutely fantastic. By the way, YouTube TV, another really good product. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads to player props to futures bets that I love. Uh, go go bet on FanDuel right now, now that the NFL season here is so much fun. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, Kate, who do you believe is going to have a massive jump in ADP this season? It's got to be Tank Bigsby, baby, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Drafted in the 2023 NFL Draft, just a few spots behind uh, the aforementioned Devin A. Chain, whose draft capital you were very excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tank Bigsby, six foot, 213 pounds, selected uh, in the third round, 88th overall, um, coming out of Auburn. Just he's he's absolutely a force. Like he's he's a dominant. Uh, you know, I think bell cow running back that can get in between the tackles and play probably better in between the tackles than we're going to see from Travis Etienne, just based on running style um, and the way that, that, you know, he can generate con you know, yards after contact, miss force tackles. Um, I really like tank Bigsby a lot. And I, I think what is very interesting to me is 
the situation that we're going to see play out with Travis Etienne. Now we already saw in limited snaps, right. With, with Etienne and tank Bigsby throughout Mm -hmm. the preseason tank Bigsby did mix in the game while you still saw Travis Etienne getting snaps, um, which was like a little, a little bit bizarre almost with the starting offense saw um, nine snaps, six carries, with the starting offense, Travis Etienne saw 16 snaps, but eight carries. So that's only a two carry difference with the starting offense throughout this preseason. Um, you know, I think it's it's interesting because these two running backs, I don't think could be more different. Um, Etienne, where he he offers a lot of explosiveness, athleticism, like he offers, I, I think, the electric juice, right? Like if we're comparing the situation maybe to, um, you know, the the Steelers maybe like, like I, I feel like tank Bigsby is much more close to a, a Najee type. And whereas ETN would figure as a a Jalen Warren, which that's not, that's not a bad thing, but which one do I want to have for fantasy? The guy that I, I prefer the guy that can play better in between the tackles. Now, what is super interesting about not just like the investment in draft capital, with Tank Bigsby, like this was, um, you know, like a, a Doug Peterson pick. Doug Peterson did not draft Travis Etienne in the first round. Um, you know, this was a, a Doug Peterson guy. And coming out, like this is going to be a, a time where this offense and this, this you know, group, uh, this management group has to make a tough decision about Travis Etienne. So drafted in the first round, they have the ability to pick up the fifth year option. They will have to decide that. Uh, when is the, the fifth year option? Yeah. Like I think usually around May. Yeah. Um, so, so they're going to have to make that decision. And Marcus, I, based on what I've seen, I don't know that Travis Etienne has given them enough to. I, I think what's, I think what teams are going to do is what the Raiders did with Josh Jacobs, where we're going to decline your fifth year option and make you prove that fourth year. And if you prove it, we're willing to franchise tag you again and give you $12 million guaranteed. I think they're willing to pay an extra million or two just to show that you can stay healthy and you could produce. So I, I, I think you're right here. I think Etienne is very likely to see that fifth year option decline, which still gives him two years left. It actually would be this year in Jacksonville and the next year. Yeah, I I think it's it's very possible. Again, like that situation hasn't seemed to work out super well for the Raiders in terms of, um, you know, being a sign of good faith. But I think all of these moves just kind of generally point to this idea that like it, this might not be Etienne's backfield long term. And I do think that there's going to be a a potential opportunity toward Bigsby's like the end of his rookie deal to take over this backfield entirely. It, it, I agree with everything you said. The, the only issue that I have here is how much is Bigsby going to rise in his ADP from RB 38 next year? Because Etienne is still going to be on this team. Even if it's, even if they decline his fifth year option and we know that he's going to hit free agency in 2025, it just, it, it seems unlikely to me that we get two Jacksonville running backs like inside the top 20, 22 in ADP. I think I could gonna, be wrong. we're going to see ETN, I think, start to like starting with that decline of the fifth year option. I and paired with what I think is going to be a more interesting workload than people might be projecting in the regular season. Like, 
I think there's going to be a series of events that lead to ETN awesome. stock continuing to trend down and Bigsby stock continuing to trend up. I just think, like I said, I, I like I could see this this RB workload split being like 60-40, which I think is I much more than people would have necessarily projected right off the bat for Tank Bigsby. Um, it, it's not nothing. 40% of the, the team's market share in, in Russia times is not nothing. Um, I, I think that's going to surprise some people. I also think that declining the fifth year option might not be surprising, but it's another, it, it's another piece of information that indicates, you know, ETN might not be a yep. long-term fit. I think all of these dominoes are going to continue to fall and we're going to be talking about Bigsby as a top 25 dynasty running back uh, this time next season. The next one that we need to talk about is Alec Pierce, who I a hundred percent agree on this one right now in dynasty league football, he's being drafted as wide receiver 66, not even the number two receiver on his team. Uh, that actually goes to Josh Downs. Who's going at wide receiver 61. Uh, why do you believe? Alec Pierce is going to rise so much in our rankings. I really like Alec Pierce. I think, uh, you know, coming out of coming out of Cincinnati, drafted 53rd overall, which I pick, like, forgot about that draft capital before, like, you know, doing some research and, and identifying my picks for the show. Forgot about how early that draft capital was. We never talk about that. But just, I think from a, a standpoint of a player, excellent combination of, size, speed, athleticism. He's a big boy, 6'3", 211 pounds, ran a 4'4", 140-yard dash, uh, 40-and-a-half-inch vert. Like, for a guy that big, you do not see athletic, uh, you know, testing uh, no, like no. that that well. Um, all of those ranked uh, vertical, 40-yard dash, broad jump, ranked 80th percentile or above in all of those metrics. Um you know, biggest knock coming out of Cincinnati, I think, was some of that like lack of refinement as a route runner. Yep. Um, you know, definitely still still some room to grow. We saw a little bit of of diversification in that route tree. Um, you know, last season, most of his routes, the I think twenty one percent of his routes were go routes, which fits with what we saw in Cincinnati. He's a, a big threat down the field. Of course, he is. He has that acceleration for days. Um, I, I think that he has a lot more versatility maybe than we think. Um, I think that we we might continue to see him develop as a route runner. Michael Pittman uh, becomes a free agent next year. I, I do think this is kind of like a changing of the guard for the Colts offense, uh, you know, with, you know, presumed absence of Jonathan Taylor, um, you know, a, a new quarterback, new wide receivers. I think this is going to be a new look offense, but don't be surprised if Alec Pierce is the guy that is is primed for like a huge year three breakout based on Great. the prospect and based on the fact that I think his his skill set as a deep threat of a wide receiver complements that of Anthony Richardson and that Anthony Richardson deep ball. Like it, it feels like peanut butter and jelly. Like put them together and good things will happen and I will eat it up. I know uh, Matt Harmon from Reception Perception uh, said that basically Alex Pierce, Alex Pierce is uh, your discount George Pickens. The athleticism is the same. Yes. The size is the same. And the success in man and zone coverage. Actually, 
Pierce was significantly better in zone coverage last year. The difference is, is Pickett's just a better passer right now than Anthony Richardson. So you're going to have to wait. Pickens is going to be more uh, valuable this year. But if you want to wait a little bit and you're, you have some patience here, do you think Alex Pierce could give you, you know, 90% of what George Pickens is a year from now? And again, being drafted as wide receiver 66, Kate, if Mike, Michael Pittman leaves and Alec Pierce is the number one receiver. Like would it shock you if Alec Pierce was wide receiver 34 or something like that next year? No. And that's why I think this is going to be a great time to buy Alec Pierce. Like Josh Downs. I, I love his game, but he's on the smaller side. I don't think it, like, I, I think he, he figures as more of a possession receiver, sure. um, which with Pierce can, can do as well. But Pierce is going to be that, that big play threat Pierce is going to play on the outside. Um, and I do think that, you know, we're going to be talking about him. Like you said, I, I think that that wide receiver, like 35 range feels about right. Yep. But um, you know, if you want to get in on the ground floor, this is the time. All right. Let's talk about a tight end who's already being drafted high. That could be drafted at the very, very top at this time next year. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. GameTime is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all of the fun that you'll have. I absolutely love GameTime. My favorite part of GameTime is when you go like to look at a game You can see exactly what your seats are going to look like, so you're not surprised at all. It is the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Again, another thing that I really like is that the tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you don't have to dig through your email and stress about where are your tickets and can I find them in time. It's so easy. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app create an account and use promo code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account, redeem code locked on NFL, all one word for $20 off download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Kate, the last player here that I want to mention is Buffalo bills, tight end Dalton Kincaid. Now, I'm not always, I'm not really in on Kincaid as a rookie. I think he's going to have some really good games. I think his but I think his usage is going to be inconsistent. But I do think by 2024 there's a chance that he's being drafted as tight end 2. The reasoning behind this is Travis Kelsey will be going into his age 35 season next year. There's just no way that we can draft a 35-year-old tight end at number 1. Kyle Pitts, I'm still worried about the usage. TJ Hawkinson's kind of forever going to be ranked as tight end four, tight end five. And then that behind Kincaid are just Dallas Goddard and George Kittle, two guys that are going to be going into their age 30 year. I think Kincaid could be tight end two pretty easily next year with a 600 yard, five touchdown season this year. I think that's fair. Uh, Marcus, when we were talking before the show, I was like, I don't, I don't know if Dalton Kincaid actually fits the mold for this podcast. Cause like how much higher can he get? But like I, I think um, the the pathway is going to be there um, for an increase, but just with the caveat that like we're gonna we're gonna know that that you know if your prediction comes to fruition, 
that officially means that like Dalton Kincaid is a top end dynasty asset well, and there's and no looking back. And we just don't see a lot of movement at the tight end position. So if somebody's going up five spots, you know, in the tight end spot, especially in the top 12 or so, that's a pretty significant move. Like we just, we don't even see that movement. I mean, I, I'm trying to think the last tight end who's shot up the, the ranks like that after a good season, even Kyle Pitts, when he came out as a rookie was being drafted as a top five tight end. So I, again, he doesn't need to absolutely smash this year to see his ADP rise. I think 600 yards, five touchdowns, a couple of those, you know, spike weeks and everybody's going to be in on him moving forward. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's fair. Kind of vanilla. We agree on one kind of vanilla, but yeah, I, well, to be fair, you agreed with mine. I just fiercely well, I, disagreed I, with you. I yours. started out with a spiky, spicy take with uh, Devon A. Chain, and we, we've settled down a little bit th- since then. A but. little bit. No, I'm going to go, and I'm going to – I'm not going to go trade for uh, for <laughs> Devon A. Chain, but I am going to go trade for my guys. There you go. Tank Bigsby, Alex Pierce. Uh, I also really like Dalton Kincaid. He's going to be harder to trade for just because – He's already being drafted as tight end seven, but he is somebody that, first of all, he's fun. And second of all, I just want him on my dynasty team because I think he's going to be somebody whose value continues to rise in one of the best offenses in the league. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen every day. Again, every day is. We've got actual NFL football games next week to talk about. We'll get you ready for Detroit, Kansas City. We'll get you ready for the entire week one slate. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure that you are downloading the Locked On Dynasty podcast. Check our show out on YouTube. We are free and available on all platforms. Go check out Kate uh, on Twitter, at Kate Maju. Go check out our work at Pro Football Focus. Just cranking out content right now, getting you ready for your fantasy football drafts, getting you ready for the season. You can follow me on Twitter, at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll see you right back here next week.